0: We're, I like I didn't, <laughs> we're back. You did play and then just freeze.
1: I didn't know in that one. um, What are we going to talk about today?
0: You just get right into it? Yeah. You don't want to like shoot the shit for a little bit? Oh.
1: I Honestly, the only thing I'm thinking about is like which city are we going to talk about first?
0: There, cause we've lived a lot of places. Yeah. Like I think anyone, anyone that knows us, and if you don't, you'll learn this, we move around a lot.
1: Well, let's backtrack. What cities have we even lived in? So what are we even here to talk about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one knows. I've actually lived in more places than you have. But in our adult life, you grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. So I'll tell you your story. Marist grew up in Atlanta as a wee little baby Marist <laughs> on the outskirts of Atlanta. And we met there. Okay. I met there. Where have I lived? Tell my story.
1: Andrew has lived in... Where was I born? You were born in Minnesota, right outside Minneapolis.
0: There it is. <laughs> we got videographer in one of the first couple episodes, and now we got Minneapolis.
1: How do you say it? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minnie? apolis Minneapolis.
0: Put them together. Minneapolis.
1: <laughs> Mi- Minneapolis.
0: But it's not like Indianapolis. I feel like you're trying to make Minneapolis Indianapolis.
1: Minneapolis?
0: Nope.
1: Minneapolis?
0: There it is.
1: It's just Minneapolis?
0: Yeah. We've...
1: Sounds This stupid. isn't the
0: first time we've had this conversation either. <laughs> <laughs> this is what makes it so funny.
1: I don't get it. Andrew was born in Minnesota. <laughs> and when he was in fourth grade, he and his family, well, his family moved him. He didn't move his family. <laughs> I
0: was like, guys, we got to get out of Minneapolis. It's too hard to say. It's causing a lot of problems.
1: <laughs> they moved to Orlando. Yep. And that is where his parents still reside, in Orlando, Florida, uh, in Dr. Phillip's area, to be specific.
0: Yeah, right by Mickey Mouse called us from minneapolis <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I encouraged that. them to move down so yeah i think <laughs> it was for your dad's job right mm-hmm. he got promoted
0: yeah he took a job in it was actually disney's community of celebration cool he he took a job and we
1: moved down there so grew up in orlando that's really cool i think because We, growing up in Atlanta, would go... Florida was the only place we ever would go on a vacation because my parents could afford to take us five kids on one vacation a year. So when we were younger, it was always Destin, Florida, like on the Gulf. Mm -hmm. And when we got a little bit older to where roller coasters would have been more fun for us, then we would go to Universal. And then... Shortly, we were too cool for...
0: You're too cool for Universal. Too cool
1: for Universal. We went back to the beach. <laughs> but there was a time period where Orlando was like the spot that we would go, which is where everybody is, I guess. It's, a it's
0: like Vegas for little kids. That's yeah. It feels like. But
1: wasn't Universal? Couldn't you see Universal from your high school?
0: Yeah, you could see the roller coasters. The Dueling Dragons, you could see. Oh my gosh. Really I don't think they're there anymore.
1: They're not? Okay. It's part of, like,
0: Harry Potter's land or whatever.
1: Oh, See, I haven't been in... I haven't been since I was a kid, but I have a story about the Dueling Dragons. That's weird. Because they were red and blue, right? And traumatized me. (laughs) Like, traumatized me because I did not want to go on them. And I could never get away with being like, I'm too small to go on the roller coasters because Jacqueline and I were, like, freakishly tall when we were little. But my dad of course, you know, my dad, like, didn't care, like, the fact that I didn't want to go on them because I was too scared was his number one reason why he was going to make me go on them. Yeah, like
0: totally see your dad doing that.
1: Overcome my fears, and I legit remember, like, I was bawling my eyes out, wearing, like, an old navy t-shirt with my old navy visor, matching Jack on at universal, and my dad was like, you're going on this ride, and he picked me up, and... I was like over his shoulder, like crying my eyes out, and he made me get on the roller coaster. I'm surprised they didn't like stop that situation. <laughs>
0: That's why, <laughs> like, like staff at Universal intervenes. Like, excuse me, sir.
1: Are you kidnapping Are you her, or why is this child laid over your shoulder, bawling your eyes out? But I love my. Dad, for pushing That's me to crazy. do things that I didn't want to do. What's ironic
0: is while all that was happening, I was probably across the street in high school having another traumatizing experience <laughs> <laughs> in that same moment.
1: It's probably true because <laughs> at that age, you would have been when you were like a freshman. When I was that age, you would have been like a freshman yeah. in high school. That's hilarious. <laughs> and God, I had to have been really tall and flinging me over his shoulder like that. My dad's like six four. Anyway. Like um a, like a I loved person. it. I loved the ride. It was so much fun.
0: Like once you got over the fear. Once he
1: got me on the ride, it was so much fun. And I still associated it with the traumatizing part. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It's oh, a fun <laughs> roller coaster though. It's got a lot of loops and stuff. I yeah. Know, I liked it. Yeah. I was supposed to Was not
1: the one where yeah, I guess you would just go upside down. But didn't they like intertwine with yeah. each other? Yeah. So funny. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> Until just now. So, you grew up in Orlando, very close to Disney, and worked at Disney, too, for I a little did. while.
0: During college, I valet-parked cars at the Polynesian at Disney. We can, I can say the names, right? I'm not going to say anything bad about them. It's a great place. Love Disney. Love Mickey Mouse. Um, <laughs> don't cancel us, Mickey.
1: The best place in the world. The yeah. happiest place on earth to work.
0: Oh, the, Grand <laughs> Fleury, the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. Valley
1: parked cars. I thought you were a manager.
0: Oh, yeah, I was for a little bit. Being a runner was way more fun than having to be responsible for the people messing things up on the shift.
1: Didn't you guys like get high and park the cars
0: or something? Yeah, that happened (laughs) from time to time.
1: Oh, I feel like you'd tell this way funnier when you.
0: Yeah, so we would kind of a lot.
1: But like telling your
0: story like you yeah yeah so i think i'm just trying i'm being i don't know why this is an unfiltered podcast so fuck it yeah we would get high a lot and yeah i remember on multiple occasions we would like have the bowl packed in the bushes park the car and then me and like another friend i was working with you'd like rip the bowl in the back of the parking lot and then sprint to the front of the front of the resort and whoever could blow it out you just get to the front of like the portico here, where the front of the hotel is, and then you're just like, <sighs> and you like blow it out, and then people, who's smoking weed? <laughs> and then you just kind of play it off, but uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes it's legal everywhere now, so we can talk about it.
1: Yeah, it's not encouraged to be high when you're parking cars. I don't
0: think. I mean, it's not like the toughest job in the world.
1: No? Yeah, you're not like you're not like a driver. You're not driving yeah. people to their destinations. You're just getting their car a couple feet away. Yeah,
0: it may or may not get back to you <laughs> in a timely manner, but, yeah.
1: That's funny. Um, that's probably why mm. you're, you know, in such crazy shape, like, when you're in oh, high yeah. school. Oh, yeah,
0: the Florida heat, and you're running constantly. I mean, those resorts would get busy, so at, if you were at night, like, during dinner, you're running
1: all night. So did you do this? Did you work at Disney while you are in high school? Or college?
0: No, college. So I would do it mainly over summer. So like the hottest times. And certain times, like when I knew I was going to be... I went to a school in, at the University of Florida in Gainesville. So it was only like two hours away. Go dogs. Go Gators. Um, we're terrible now though. So whatever. Um, if I knew I was going to be coming home for like a long weekend or whatever, I would just get in touch with the manager and be like hey can I pick up a couple shifts to make some extra money because mm-hmm. you'd make good money like running your ass off for a shift and getting a bunch of tips.
1: and then when when did your brother start working there
0: I think he started in high school he was a bellman and I, he bellman did it even better and had an easier job because they got to drive a golf cart around and just like fuck around and they like drop people's bags off and then you just go cruise around the first doing whatever until they got a little call on their radio saying someone else needed something. That's so cool. Yeah, it is
1: way cooler than being a ballet runner. Anthony Anthony is Andrew's brother and he is 5 years younger than Andrew, so Anthony is my
0: age. He still lives in Orlando too. He's a firefighter. Yeah.
1: But Anthony was still when Andrew and I had first met, Anthony was still working part-time At Disney, whenever he was going through, like, anti-school, or what is it called? Yeah, it was,
0: like, a long process for him, so, like, he still had, he worked part-time as a bellman there still, which was cool, because it got us into the parks, Yeah, which was legit.
1: Yeah, so as an adult, like, I don't actually know, if I had ever gone to Disney when I was younger, I would have been, like, two, and I wouldn't have remembered it. So my first, what felt like my first experience going to Disney was when we first started dating and you took me there. And I was such a little kid about it. Like I got the Minnie Mouse ears and was all themed out, like not crazy themed, but yeah, I was pretty pumped to go and got completely spoiled that every time we went home. We were able to get into not one, but all of the parks for free and have like a fast pass. And it was like the bougiest way to see Disney.
0: Not only getting in for free, but getting fast passes for like the rides that are normally really busy. Yeah. Is like the ultimate experience with Disney. Because you got to pay like a million dollars to do that now.
1: Oh my gosh. I don't.
0: Tickets are insane. No, if we'll go
1: back. I guess if we have kids. Yeah, you got to take kids there. Then, obviously, when they go stay at your parents' house, your parents could take them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to spend a week with, what are they going to be called?
0: My parents? Yeah.
1: Grandma and grandpa?
0: Or? Oh, like from our kids that don't exist right now, what are they going to call my <laughs> parents? I was yeah. like, their names are Bob and Gabe, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll still have those names. But no, as gran- grandparents, I mean grandma
1: and grandpa. Okay, interesting.
0: Or maybe we, who
1: picks the kids or the, the grandparents? When we get there, we'll do a poll with the because your parents podcasts. have special names for them. Yeah, Elma and Opa. Yeah. So um, anyway, when they go stay with your parents, we'll ship them off for a week or two, and they can take them to Disney <laughs> and Universal. Um, but that, so growing up in Orlando, then in college, you went to the University of Florida, which is in Gainesville, Mm -hmm. Florida, and moved back to your parents?
0: Yeah, after college, I moved back to Orlando for a little bit. It was like a couple years, and then I took a job in Atlanta in 2014, so that's what brought me
1: To to Atlanta. So before we get off Orlando, what's like your quick...
0: Love it, hate it,
1: parts of living there.
0: I loved growing up there. I don't think, as an adult, I wouldn't want to live there. I would live in Florida, but near the beach. It's just central Florida. It gets very hot in the summer. It's pretty much hot all year round, except for like two days in the winter. And very touristy. It's still fun. Great place to visit. Loved growing up there. Yeah. That's what I would say.
1: What do you not like about?
0: I think it's because where you grew up, people either are super obsessed with their hometown or they want to get the fuck away mm-hmm. and live somewhere else. I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I'm very appreciative of where I grew up and how I grew up, and I've lived so many other places now. It's just kind of like, been there, done that, my parents are still there, I can always go back and
1: visit. Yeah, that's a good point. Since your parents are there, it's not like full separation. Uh, it was too damn hot. humid. So I don't know, I'm guessing, we've never done this before, but I'm kind of curious. So 2014, so that whole time that you were in Gainesville, Orlando, would have been, I grew up and I was born, or where was I born?
0: You were born in like Swanee, I think is what you say, but it's like Swanee, Sugar Hair, Hill, Buford, like in the middle of all this.
1: Right. Yeah. But Swanee is what I would tell people if I had to pick one. I think I was born in Lawrenceville. Because that's where my parents were living in their first house. Mm. And then they were getting our house built. That was in Secret Cove, which was like Sugar Hill. But if you were to look on a map, like I always say that I'm from Swanee because I went to North Cornet High School. And that was in Swanee. And the neighborhood that I lived in, like, it could go by, I remember, you know, when you're a little kid, and you're in school, and they always have you, when you're taking the little standardized test, like, you have to confirm the address that it pulls up for you. Like, some years or some tests would say Buford, and some would say Sugar Hill, and so I would always correct it to say, I think Sugar Hill is technically where I lived, but it was right on the cusp, and then it was kind of, like, in the center of those three, between, like, Swanee, Sugar Hill, and Buford.
0: Sugar Hill sounds the coolest, obviously. Like, if I had to pick one, Sugar Hill sounds cool. Yeah. It's like it some like candy land or something. <laughs> sounds
1: fun. And we lived on Secret Cove Drive, so it's like... <laughs> that's Did you true. grow
0: up in a storybook?
1: Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, not exactly, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was a nightmare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a podcast for a different time. So, yeah, I grew up there. And then I had moved to Athens for a little while we're not going to get totally into that but I lived in Athens for a while so that was the bulk of my experience I mean my parents stayed in that house until I was like 26 Mm -hmm. so I left when I was 18 and lived in Athens for about four years then moved to Brookhaven so yeah that's crazy so four years would have been 2014 and then everything tracks so far so we both went to Brookhaven that is so, I mean, I know that we, I realized that we met in 2015 in Atlanta, but the fact that we both moved to Brookhaven in 2014, what month did you move?
0: I moved in August of 2014. I moved in August. No way. To Brookhaven?
1: Stop. Yes. So
0: I moved, when I moved from Florida to Atlanta, it was August 2014, I moved to Smyrna, but I was traveling all the time for work. So I was literally never there. And then I moved to Brookhaven. It was like February of 2015.
1: Okay. That's wild though. I can't believe like we both move, were like moving there. It's like the universe is bringing us there at the exact yeah. same time. Being like, you have no clue. You're about to meet your soulmate. That's crazy. That's wild. Okay. So, well, <laughs> I need a second.
0: <laughs> I need a sip. Pardon me. Okay. Sip break.
1: What are you drinking, for the people not watching?
0: Oh my gosh, so this is from our Nespresso. There's a coffee in there, I think it's called Intenso is the pod, and then I can't remember, I also did a shot of it.
1: Is that one of the ones that Morgan told us to get, or no?
0: It might have been, I don't know. So I did a coffee and a shot of espresso, and then oat milk, and ice, because it's ice coffee.
1: Oh, okay. I'm drinking a, is this a raspberry flavored? Yeah, mixed. I think it's like mixed berry. Mixed berry, um, um, Celsius. It's, it's my favorite energy booster. Once I discovered them, I was like, "Whoa, this it's is." It's mostly my-
0: clean because, like, I don't really like energy drinks anymore. I used to do a lot of Red Bull, but I feel like it doesn't do anything for me. I don't like the taste anymore. But those actually work, and it's like a lot of natural stuff. Yeah. This segment's brought to you by Celsius.
1: (laughs) Are we even allowed to be like joking? I don't even know if we're like allowed to joke about that. Why would they care though? It's free. They
0: were a paid sponsor and we were representing them poorly, I think. Or we just say allegedly at the end. Yeah. So we're allegedly drinking these.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anywho, so that's so wild that the universe was bringing us there at the same time. So, you guys have already listened to it, our How We Met episode, so we're not going to get into all that. If you haven't listened to it, it was our very first episode. Is that fine? <laughs> yeah. Um, our very first episode is all about How We Met, and that that's a really good story if you haven't heard it. So, at that point, when we met, we were both in Brookhaven. Mm-hmm. And moving, you were transitioning because you and your roommates' apartment was yeah I the think, lease was coming to end.
0: Yeah, the lease was coming to the end. The landlord was had sold it or something, so I yeah. needed to find a new place. Anyways,
1: and then for me, I was transitioning from living with a guy I was dating at the time. We broke up, and so I was at my parents' house only for, like, a month, and then the real estate agent that I was working for at the time, he was also my landlord. Like, he was flipping a house or about to flip a house or something in Scottsdale, and he let me, like, live in it temporarily, and so I was moving into that house, and Andrew needed – well, you didn't, like, need somewhere to live, but you didn't know – your roommate was, like, about to propose to his girlfriend or something.
0: They were getting serious, yeah. They were getting serious. I don't really
1: remember. So, so yeah. like, they were probably going to move in together. You just met me, and we fell in love in, like, two seconds after you decided to finally <laughs> give me two yeah. seconds. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I was like, why don't we just move in together? Mainly because I had no money, and you had no money, which I didn't know, and...
0: Yeah. Really. So we didn't
1: know that, so I think that's important to say. We didn't move in because we needed someone with the money, but we were, like, super obsessed with each other. And we weren't openly, like, either one of us would have figured out how to pay our half either yeah. way.
0: It was like, you're a broken person, I'm a broken person. Let's, move, let's combine together and create one whole person. I couldn't believe you were going to live in a house by yourself based on... Scottsdale's
1: super sketchy. Yeah, it For was... For those who don't know, it's very close to, like, Decatur, Georgia, which is charming cool. and cute, but Scottsdale is not.
0: At least in 2015. I don't know.
1: You That's a really call good it
0: point. up and coming yet. It was... Coming.
1: Like, our very next door...
0: <laughs> it wasn't up yet.
1: <laughs> our neighbor got braided by...
0: The DEA. Yeah, I remember... I saw all these a flashing full lights. full
1: SWAT team There's... just busting down the door. He always seemed sketchy. What was yeah. up with them? Was it multiple people? I can't even remember. And they had all those dogs in the backyard and like a chain fence. Sorry. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that. Um, pretty sure it's drug related and he probably this. went to jail, I imagine, after that. Yeah. Wild times. Yeah, so we moved. So that was Scottsdale. Dale. Do we have any other Scottsdale stories? I really don't.
1: Nah, not that I want to talk about or remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I blocked them out of my memory. Um,
1: don't exactly want to. Well, what I do want to say about that time since we're just talking about like our memories for. I don't know how I want to sit. I keep moving around.
0: I like this for a while and then my foot
1: falls. I know. Okay. Let's see really fast. And I need to get rid of my phone. I can do this for a little bit,
0: until I feel like being fidgety again.
1: Is this good? I think so. Okay. Um.
0: That feels right. Anyways, this is dead air right
1: now. Yeah, but I can crop it. That's true. I'm just gonna crawl it. I'm trying to figure out like how can I not look like I don't have any hair. Did I look like I didn't have hair that whole time.
0: That's fine. Since we're blocking out I'll take another step.
1: Yeah.
0: So Scott hair Yeah,
1: since we're talking about kind of, before we get off Scottsdale, since we're talking about, you know, just our little chapters of different cities we lived in, I want to say what I enjoyed about being in that area at that time. Like, yeah. number one, we had no money. That's around the same time, to put it in perspective, of when I was starting the company, you were working for, and I think you should say, because, like, a lot starts changing after this, like, which led to moving to different cities, but... I um, started my own company. I stopped working for that agent. That's gonna be an episode in itself. Um, but I stopped working for that agent. We we're still living there. I started my own company, and Andrew was I, were you like freelancing? How would you do, or contract working for a sports marketing agency?
0: Yeah, it was contract. like based on event. So they like this big event. When I first moved to Atlanta, it was a, I got hired for a tour, so it was like six months long of work through the duration of the tour, but then once the tour was over, it was kind of event-based, so like if this one-off event was happening or this one, so you get contracted to do it, but it wasn't consistent, like five days a week, nine to five type of job.
1: Yeah, so you did not have consistent money coming in either, and so, what I remember about that time is just a lot of like cooking at home and doing like puzzles and games and playing cards. I was still nannying to like make our rent money and stuff. And we played a lot of cards. We smoked cigarettes back then. So, because we were on Adderall and we would just sit on the front porch. I remember like smoking cigarettes on our Adderall, being like, one day it's not going to be like this anymore. <laughs> And that's really funny to think about. And so one of the things that we could do when we would we would get out of the house is, like, go on a walk or go to downtown Decatur. And so, like, a coffee date or, you know, on a really fancy night, we would get to eat out anywhere. Or yeah. get a donut somewhere get a burger somewhere. And that was, like, a super big deal, I remember.
0: Yeah, I remember that. That was, looking back... It's like, even though you don't have a lot of money, you still, like, cherish those times. Because it was, like, simpler times or whatever, you know?
1: And then my brother and his wife, Abby, and my nephew, like, they hadn't had Claire yet. So I guess it was just, they had had two of my nephews at that time. And they lived in Stone Mountain. So we were able to go see them because that's super close as well, like Stone Mountain and Scottsdale. So anyway, that was our charming little moment there. And then we wanted to get out of there because it was sketchy. Still didn't have any money. So we moved on up to uh,
0: Peachtree Corners,
1: Peachtree Corners, which is very close to Johns Creek and kind of on the other side of the forum. So Mm -hmm. if you kind of use, which is like a big mixed use, like shopping center type yeah. place that had restaurants and shops and pro- and businesses. Um, so the forum is right there in Peachtree Corners. And once, if you're going like on one side of it, you think like Johns Creek and then the other side of it is Peachtree Corners. And not to say that there's not nice houses and places to live, but we lived in kind of a sketchy little... What, what would you even call those? They're not townhomes, but they're like and they're yeah. not duplexes either.
0: It was, like, kind of like a, an apartment and a townhome mix. Like, you enter the door from the outside. I don't know. It was, like, it was, like, townhomes, but, like, crappy ones. Yeah. Like, super bootleg.
1: Like, literally, our kitchen... <laughs> Do you remember.
0: That kitchen was a third of the size of this studio. No, it was even smaller.
1: No, like, literally, the kitchen... You walked into the kitchen, you and it was like skinnier than like a skinny hall closet.
0: Yeah, it was like two airport airplane bathrooms put together or something. Literally, like you so probably
1: small. couldn't even like open the fridge without it like hitting the stove. Like we yeah. borderline couldn't even stand in there together.
0: With how much we love cooking, I couldn't imagine because as like shitty Scottsdale was or whatever, the house had a really big kitchen compared to. Um, peachy corners yeah but th- speaking of
1: cooking the only thing I can think about when I think about that kitchen is the fact that that's when we started HelloFresh oh yeah was it HelloFresh or the a different uh,
0: it was one of the uh, plated I think it was called yes where they send you the food and then yeah you know, and we would do started. plated
1: recipes in there and that was like one of the first attempts because our other kitchen in the in the East Ave house in Scottsdale that was really big and open
0: yeah that's what i was saying like that one was super big
1: and so we could cook in there and so yeah but because this one was so small we're like we'll try plated so because we don't have anywhere to like store food or whatever so but that one also had like a sliding back door and a little patio which was cute there's three
0: bathrooms in that place now i think about it yeah it had an upstairs with like two bedrooms and two baths and then downstairs had like a half bath
1: so i did love that even though it was kind of bootleg like or whatever, like, it had a it had a staircase that you could go up and you could overlook the top into the living room, which is cool. Um, we had an area for the dining room table. Our room was fairly big. The guest room, which felt like it was, like, down, like, a little hallway, but we were able to turn that into an office, and it had its own bathroom and closet, so that was, I mean, I really liked that. So both of those places, we did have two bedrooms. And both of those second bedrooms we just turned into an office because I was I needed like a place to try and figure out how to design postcards and Microsoft Paint. (laughs) It took it took a lot of South Born
0: out of these places. So it's true.
1: Yeah, and we somewhat adopted we only had we had Levi, and then we got Rory at that our time. Our two cats,
0: and then there was a cat, an outdoor cat that would always come up.
1: Blue. Didn't we name did him Blue? Because of his collar. I think so. Cats yeah. just find us. I feel like. Yeah. So, our little time in Peace corner is like that was sweet because you were you were still doing event marketing.
0: No, I think by then I had left for a full time job. I was a commercial landscape estimator yeah
1: he had gotten a job with one of it was like this woman that my mom used to work with and her husband
0: yeah he owned the company was looking for someone interviewed with him loved how much money it made because I could basically support us well you got Mary's thing off the ground yeah did not love the jobs it was cool learning a new skill um
1: but yeah the day-to-day was kind of boring
0: yeah, it wasn't for me, but it paid the bills for a while.
1: Yeah, so while you were doing that job, then that that definitely gave us like more, a little bit more money. We loved going to the forum. We joined Life. What was it called? Lifetime.
0: Yeah, that gym, Lifetime Fitness. That place was awesome.
1: And that one was one of like the bigger ones, like the.
0: Yeah, it was like a tennis facility too. I think. Yeah. Like I think it was that before it was Lifetime, but then they just kept all the tennis shit. So, it was very cool.
1: And I had a pool. So, yeah. So, during that time, we were just going to the pool. There, like, we would hang out at the gym a lot. We tried to get a personal trainer and failed. And we just... We weren't consistent with working out. I think Adderall was, like, a huge... And alcohol and everything else we are addicted to. (laughs) (laughs) Was holding us back from staying consistent with anything, but...
0: It definitely impeded the discipline and the consistency.
1: I think the forum area allowed us to kind of fall in love with that area so then when we had more money we wanted to get out of that we had a little bit more money so we wanted to get out of that little complex we were in but we didn't want to leave the area yeah so we decided then to go to john's creek because it was just around the corner essentially but we could move into a nicer apartment that one was, I remember, it was so nice. I had that giant porch that I had, like, all the sheer curtains. Yeah, and they that had porch a...
0: was awesome. Oh. It was, like, ten of our kitchens
1: in the previous place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was, like, private. I remember, like, because it was all that land because it backed up to, like, Perimeter Church.
0: Mm-hmm. It overlooked just the wooded areas. So there was, like, nothing back. Yeah, it was super private. And then we had that fireplace in the living room. I think we had the TV over it. Yeah, huge
1: vaulted ceilings with, like, a fan up there. And we had a fireplace, so that felt... We had two sinks in the bathroom. That felt super fancy. We had a whole guest room, which, again, was, like, the office. But I don't really remember working out of that very much.
0: Well, I don't either. I think we did end up putting a bed in there at some point
1: and making it, like, an actual guest bedroom. Oh, I can't... I don't remember that. But maybe we did. And then having... Yeah, that was cool, having the guests back there. And then that kitchen was still kind of small, but also in the dining room, there was the whole wall was mirrors, which oh, yeah. is so cool. tacky, but I loved it. <laughs> I was like, I can look at myself all the time. <laughs> that funny. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love my floor-length mirrors, so having a whole wall of them was great. Yeah. So that time was great. Um, it was during that phase. Where not only was I still growing Maristink, you had your job and were driving to that. You were, so you were still working in that job. Then I was working part-time as like an inside marketing consultant at the Keller Williams office where I originally was the assistant for an agent. And so then I was helping fill in for like an agent services role. So I would work out of that office during the day, but I was still like virtually doing Mary Stink or I don't even remember where we're at with Mary Stink at that point, but I was still growing that. And then I don't even know. We weren't even there for a full year. It might've been like almost at a year whenever your boss said that he was moving the company to Charlotte, North Carolina, and that you would need to move.
0: Yeah, if I wanted to keep my job, I would have to move to Charlotte.
1: And we had family that lived in Charlotte, so we're like, that sounds so fun.
0: Yeah, that's, I originally, it was like any time an opportunity was presented for us to move, I think you would be the more optimistic one right off the bat, and I would be hesitant because I'm like, I'm one of those people that are like slow to make quick changes until I kind of come around to it. And then I'm all in on something, yeah. So that's kind of what happened with Charlotte. And then when I like, you weigh all the pros and cons and see the opportunity, and I was like, yeah, let's do this. And I think I remember we went and visited, picked out our apartment, and
1: oh my gosh, this was, this is exactly five years ago to the, yesterday.
0: Oh, was it yesterday?
1: Yeah, it showed up on my Facebook memories
0: that we moved or that we picked an apartment.
1: That we picked the apartment, but in that post, I said 1.5 weeks away from moving. So to put it in perspective, this is exactly five years ago from this moment. Charlotte, how much has happened since then? Like we,
0: everything <laughs>
1: that is not even, like it feels forever ago. So the fact it was only five years ago is kind of blowing my mind.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. But Charlotte, Charlotte's when we first realized we loved living like in the city or close to the city and walking to like all the cool things that we love to do.
1: Yeah, because we moved to South End, which is just a straight shot into, like, Charlotte's downtown area, which they call Uptown.
0: Yeah, which is weird, because it's, like, downtown. Charlotte only has one downtown, just like Nashville only has one downtown. But in Charlotte, they call it Uptown. I I feel like they're trying to be pretentious or fancy with
1: that. So this is also, like, right before we moved, like... That weekend that we went to visit, that's when, no, that was January when you went to propose.
0: Oh, yeah. So we found out we were moving. We went, I'm confused now at the timeline, but when we first went to Charlotte is when I proposed the first time.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Maybe we just posted that picture saying
1: only a week and a half
0: or we went up again.
1: I think we went up again.
0: We moved so much. It's hard to keep track of all this stuff. But where we lived in Charlotte, in South End, was super cool. Where like a block off, they have this light rail system in Charlotte that goes from, got, it probably goes further out now.
1: But it's it called went, the Blue like, Line. Yeah,
0: it went from South End, further out than South, Island and then, or South End, then went through Uptown into Noda. And then it goes further than Noda. But that's where our cousins, your cousins, lived in Noda.
1: Yeah.
0: And there was just a lot of cool, Charlotte was very young, it probably still is pretty young. But just a cool vibe to it. A lot of things for young people to do in the city. I guess like most cities. But this is our first experience of not living in a suburb.
1: That's very true. So we're in a small little city. It was just really fun. I mean, just... We weren't there for even a full year. But we had made really close friends in our apartment complex. We had a pool. We... Like in our apartment complex, like we, we, it was like the nicest apartment complex up to this point that we had lived in and we were able to walk everywhere. We were able to go to like the sports games really easy. It was just like a whole different experience of life. We got to have like the little pockets and completely different from Atlanta. Like even when we lived, you know, in Brookhaven or on the cusp of Brookhaven and Buckhead, it's still... It was just, it was cool to be in such a concentrated area with different pockets.
0: Yeah. Like, we weren't, when we lived in the Atlanta suburbs, we weren't walking to anywhere. No. Just around the neighborhood. But you wouldn't go see, like, cool stuff like we would in Charlotte. Yeah. Breweries and restaurants and just, like, all our favorite things we like to do were, like, right there at our fingertips.
1: Mm -hmm. It was was actually in Charlotte. Where we first decided to do the podcast. So, our first episodes, you guys here, we probably say we're living in Charlotte. So, it was that time frame 2019. And then, so at this point, you've already kind of heard why we moved to Alpharetta and everything about Alpharetta. So, I don't even think we need to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lived in Alpharetta, everything that we still love about Alpharetta, it being the little downtown area. Having Avalon.
0: Yeah. I want to tell one of my favorite Alpharetta stories.
1: Yeah, go awesome. for it.
0: So this was like New Year's Day in Alpharetta. I think we were super hungover. So we had a party, 2020 party at Jacqueline's house right down the street. So we did some kind of brunch and then we just went out in Alpharetta and we we're bopping around bars. But there was like this guy that we didn't know him, but he like knew one of our friends. And for whatever reason was just like talking shit to Maris or like staring, just like... I don't know if he was, like, threatened by her or what, but, like, I've never encountered a time out where someone, especially a a male, just instantly,
1: like, hate you and stuff. He hated me, you guys, like... And no, he didn't know any of our friends. He was a complete random.
0: Uh, I thought he was, like, a friend of a friend of a friend or something. No, I'll tell you what happened. So... No, you can take it from here. No, no, no,
1: no. I just want to say, like, the... um, how it got to whatever you're about to say. Just to paint the scene a little bit. Yeah. There's a place called... Um, shit. What's it called? But Butcher and... Butcher and Brew? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I get confused because there's, like, Butcher Town Hall here. Anyway. There's
0: a Butcher and Bee here, too.
1: Yeah. That's how I was confused. So, it's called Butcher and Brew. And we're sitting at the bar at Butcher and Brew. And this, these two guys were sitting next to us. And while we're at the bar, I think there was a girl sitting in between us and she was talking to me. And then that guy, she left. I don't remember, but basically that guy started talking to me and randomly at one point just was like talking mad shit. So then I started talking shit back a little bit. And then he goes, he was like, I don't even know why I'm giving you the time of day. Like, you're so effing ugly. And I was like, well, excuse me? Like, what is, how do you feel about my looks have to do with anything? And he was like, you look like a Yeti. And I was like, a Yeti? I was like, you are such a piece of shit. Like, I don't even care. And so I was like, stop talking to me. Like, leave me alone. And then Andrew was just very quiet that whole time. And then he was looking at me like, do you want me to say something? And I was like, no, I got it. Like, don't worry about it. I was like, he's not even worth our time. Just ignore him. So we carried on. And we're always regulars everywhere we go. So the bartenders were already kind of looking out for me. And I was like, you don't have to worry about it. Like, he's just has issues, obviously. So I don't care. Like, he can think or say whatever he wants to me. So then we decided to leave. And we went to CCT, yeah, We leave, we which leave is there, Central. we go to C-
0: Central City Tavern, which is like literally right across the street from where we lived. And I think we were sitting at the bar. It's not and then, right
1: across the street from where we lived. Central City Tavern is below where we lived.
0: Yeah, it's like below, but there's a little street. And it's right there. Anyways, it's right there. And we were sitting at the bar, and then. He and his like friend group happened to like walk in and they were sitting across the bar from us or whatever. And he was just, I just remember him like just staring you down. It was just so weird.
1: This is a big bar.
0: Yes. This
1: isn't a little bar. This is like, if you've ever been to CCT in downtown Alpharetta, it's like a giant square, but probably easy, like 10 seats across each side, if I would have to guess. Like, decent-sized like, stools, where people can sit. So, his distance away from me, if this is like a square, and I was on one side, and he was on the complete other side. Like, we, like, I could see him, but we weren't, there was a lot of people in between us, multiple bartenders, and the bar was built kind of in the center, so there's a lot Mm -hmm. of, like, he was far away enough that the fact that not only... The fact that he spotted me, but that he was glaring at me and doing so in such an aggressive way so that I wouldn't mistake it.
0: Yeah. It because was so of all weird. the people. I've never experienced anything like that with like a male just being like that overtly. Um, There's like a fucking douche. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Glaring at me. And so then I was looking at him and For I was no like, like is he serious? I was like, what? This is his fucking problem. Like, I was so irritated. So, I was staring back at him because I'm like, what? Like, what is his deal? Like, not afraid at all. And then, meanwhile, again, you know, as drinkers, we were (laughs) very close to the bartenders. And so, the bartenders were kind of aware of this, but they weren't going to do anything. We're all paying customers here, so they're not trying to cause a scene. And so, he's looking at me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go figure out what his problem is so I get up and I walk over to him and I'm like dude what's your deal and then oh you're right it was I'm not gonna say her name it was a girl that I did not know very well at the time but um she he, he was with her and so she was like no 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 I'm like just like don't engage with him or, like, he's, like, she was, like, he will, like, pop off or whatever. And I was, like, no, like, what is your deal? Like, why are you staring at me like that? And then he just kept yelling at me about how I was, like, ugly and this and that and, like, all the other things he wanted to say. And so he, like, gets in my face. And the bartenders are already, like, dude, you got to, like, leave her alone. Like, stop. Like, I was just kind of standing there and, I mean, obviously – this is sounding antagonistic, and it probably was to a degree because I was kind of wanting to be like, yo, bro, like, what's your deal? And so I was standing there, but I wasn't getting in his face. I was just standing there talking. He was the one, like, using his hands and, like, being very, like, whatever. I was staying more calm, Um but still addressing it because he was making me uncomfortable, and I wanted to know what his deal was. And before I know it, like, all of a sudden this guy is, like, Fly, like flying backwards away from me and like sliding underneath the shovel board table. And I was like, what just happened? And I turn and look, and it was Andrew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as I saw, because I knew you could go over there and like st- not stand your ground because you're not, there's not like a fight situation, but like you could give him a piece of your mind and just like whatever and tell him off and leave. But the second I saw him, like, get in your face, I was like, no. I got up, basically, like, ran around the bar. And in my mind, like, I- I'm not typically one to, like, start shit and cause a fight. But, like, I'm going to fucking finish it or try my best do it, doing yeah. it. So, I'm like, I'm going to push him. And then he's going to come out and we're just going to go at it. So, I get up there. I push him. And he weighed like a feather he went flying (laughs) backwards i was shocked because i didn't think i didn't come in running put maybe i was pretty drunk and hungover so i don't really remember but like i pushed him and like maris said he literally flew back and then he slid across the ground under the shuffleboard table yeah and then the bartenders which are all our friends were like looking out for me and like just go just go get out of here or whatever and i had just ordered two old fashions so like on my way out the door apparently like i just went out the door and then upstairs to our apartment and then they but i was the,
1: still there you
0: were still there and they put the old fashions into go cups and handed them to you and you brought them up to me and we sat we went up to the balcony which overlooked cct and then we saw like the cops show up and like
1: go I, inside go
0: inside and all this stuff well we were just on the balcony looking drinking at our old thing. fashions <laughs> like
1: watching
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that was crazy
1: that was wild and yeah, they were like, uh, go up to your apartment, like, just don't come back out. They're yeah. like, the cops are definitely coming. And we're like, yeah, forget that. That was funny. And then that guy got banned from CCT forever.
0: That's pretty great. For the
1: rest of his life. Not allowed to go back. You can't mess with us.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. I am I guess he started it, but I'm the one that, like, did the first physical thing, and then he gets banned. That's pretty legit.
1: Yeah. But he deserved it, and I'm proud of him. For standing up for me. For once in a while. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> for the... Okay. <laughs> you want
0: to go there?
1: No. Uh, not this episode. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> so, um, that was a pretty good this story. And that apartment was great. Like, amazing. If you've never had friends that live in that downtown apartment called Amaranth, there's a badass pool of really cool... Not only was our unit the one that overlooked Jekyll, like the very hot, tallest one that overlooked Jekyll and the whole downtown area. But right, if you're looking at the building, like if you're standing at, if you're on the rooftop of Jekyll and you're able to see our balcony to our apartment, there's these huge picture windows, which were like 10 feet tall and wide rounded though
0: with the arch arch
1: probably like five feet tall but like 10 feet wide yeah and they were arched but so that there's two windows on either side of that balcony that you can tell um belong to that apartment and then next to that is a super long balcony to the right and that was like the club room balcony so our unit was right next to the club going and add free Wi-Fi. And since we were so close, we never had to buy Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah.
0: We never paid for Wi-Fi in that place. That we just got legit.
1: free Wi-Fi. Which is amazing because our <laughs> rent was like $3,000 a month or something, which is insane for an apartment. but it's totally worth more it. now. It's probably... It's definitely more now. It was cheaper that first year because they were trying to fill it up because it was brand new. Mm-hmm. And they were still building downtown Alpharetta, like that little area, that square. So... It was not as popular. I, what, we lived there the best time. We lived there for like a year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't want to leave because it was so fun when the opportunity came for us to move to Nashville and Jacqueline was moving here. I was like, no, I love it here. Like, I don't want to leave. But it was, I mean, it was the right time to get out because now when we go back, it's just, it's wildly packed with so many people. And oh it's just, gosh. we lived there at the best time. Like, I wasn't. If we stayed there, we would, I think we would have regretted it a lot because we weren't going to like recapture what we already had, like all the fun we had had there.
1: That's what I'm saying. We always end up living places like right at their, like everyone tells us now, oh my gosh, you lived in South End then, then, like now all this stuff is there and blah, blah, blah. And it's so packed. And it's like. We'd never moved anywhere like, right when it was starting to develop. It was still a little bit developed, but it was always before everyone knew about it.
0: Yeah. So it's, we, like, super cool places before everyone knew they were cool. So you got to experience it in, like, a, a more intimate way.
1: Yeah. Like... And I say that wholeheartedly, like that is exactly, even moving to Nashville, obviously it's not a new thing that Nashville is cool, but when we moved here, it was during the pandemic. So, so many people, if you look at the statistics and I don't have them in front of me, but so many people have since moved here and made it a permanent residence place since the pandemic happened. Yeah. But we moved. It's booming. Like, we moved here in the beginning of the pandemic. So not only did we experience downtown and all of the bars during the pandemic where you literally were not allowed to go in the bars unless you were wearing a mask and you had a seat.
0: Yeah, If you stood up from your seat, like because they still had live music like on Broadway and stuff. If you stood up, you had to have a mask on. If you didn't, there were guys literally walking around tapping on the shoulders. like, And if you didn't do it, they would kick you out.
1: No, like if you stood up for any reason they kicked you out you weren't allowed to be in the bar standing you weren't allowed to dance you right, weren't but allowed you to, stood stand. to go to the
0: bathroom or whatever like you had to put your mask on immediately when you stood up and there yeah, you're right you couldn't just stand to listen to music
1: yeah I mean whatever you had to have a mask obviously my point is like you couldn't even stand in the bar like you had to be your butt had to be in a chair and if you stood up at your table, or at the bar, like, you could be standing with the stool in between your legs and just be, like, like standing over it or next to it, and they would kick you out.
0: Which is so dumb looking back on it to be, like, me sitting is perfectly fine. Like, I'm not going to get COVID without a mask. The second you stand up, it's, like, that's where you're going to get COVID, so you need to put the mask on. It's, like, yeah. it's such a silly... It was an insane
1: time to be there. We literally did get kicked out of a bar one time. Because our friend was literally standing next to his stool and kind of dancing.
0: I think he just kept getting... He was probably drunk and just kept getting up.
1: And they wanted everyone sitting. It was... But anyway, it was also still really cool because we got to go to all the bars and restaurants. For such a long period of time where no one was traveling and coming there, you... Only X number of people could be there if you had a stool. So we experienced downtown Broadway for the first time in a way that most people that we're ever going to know in our entire lifetime never would. Because even the people that lived in Nashville, like, obviously, we're not going to Broadway during COVID. Like, that was the last place anyone wanted to go. So it's really cool looking back when we first moved here that we got to experience it like that. And then, yeah, just obviously when the mask mandate went away, when COVID kind of trickled out and then everyone started moving here. Now it's a completely different experience, but we're very settled in Germantown. Um, Living here in Germantown, we were in Sullivan Park. So we're still, we're in the city. Like, I can't say that enough. We're like a mile from Broadway.
0: Yeah. We're right here in the thick of it.
1: So... I don't know. Living in the cities is fun, but moving—I will say—you know, just looking back and thinking about it, moving to a different city, the different drastic life changes that and growth that have come from that has been incredible.
0: Yeah, it's been amazing. With each with each new move, opportunity in the city, it's not only the the people you meet, but the door the doors that have opened for business and just expanding and. I think there's something to be said, like, fully immersing yourself in a new city and and doing all the fun things that come with that.
1: Yeah, you meet new friends. Like, you never know when you take a risk like that or a leap of faith like that to go somewhere new, who you're going to meet and what opportunities are going to open for you.
0: Yeah, there's so much growth in it. Yeah. It's so worth it.
1: So, we're loving it. I think we're going to stay in Nashville for a while.
0: I really do love it
1: here. I could see Nashville being, like, our forever home, but us buying, we we keep saying this, like, we're definitely going to buy, like, a condo on the beach somewhere.
0: Yeah. I could see Nashville being home base, and then a beach being, like, secondary home.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't hurt that we do real estate marketing, so we're connected with, we have clients in all the different cities that we want to purchase property <laughs> Which is cool. So, yeah. Well, that was fun. Good yeah, that was out. great.
0: I, I just realized how much I remember about all these spots. It was like I a know. trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah. Nashville's our favorite. Well, I'm curious, though, like anyone else, if you've moved around in different cities, if you're listening to this, or if you're obsessed with your city, tell us why.
0: We yeah. want to know. Or if you're thinking about moving to a new city, you should just do it. I mean, what's holding you back? Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Well, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, this has been fun. Take care.